Hey folks, it's Chris with the Human Project Podcast. This episode, we're going to talk about intentionality versus drifting through life. And what does that look like? What does that mean for us and how we go about our daily routines, how we connect with other people, what we actually even think about God? In this episode, we discovered we need more than just one episode to talk about this. So this episode, we're talking about that continuum of intentionality, drifting through life, all spurned by a quote from the great, wonderful Dallas Willard. So listen to this episode, let us know what you think, and then we'll see you in part two. Hey, Mark. Hey, Chris. So instead of us asking, how are we doing today? I figured I would start us off with a joke. Oh, boy. Is this better or worse? We're going to find out. Go for it. Probably worse. Okay. (laughs) Why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella? Wow. Um, Faux drizzle. Faux drizzle. (laughs) I am so sorry, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Let us know if you want us to just go back to asking, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) We were in a bit of a groove. Might have been a rut. I'm not sure which was better. We're always trying to change things up, though. And always trying to improve. And hopefully the audio sounds a lot better because we got some new mics. Yeah. Derek's helping us sound even better than before. Woo-woo. It's only yeah. so much you can do when one of us talks really loud. And one talks very quietly. <laughs> but in a move that is not unexpected, Oh, you were recently reading a book. I was reading a book. How <laughs> yeah. did you know this? Uh, just a lucky guess, really. Yeah. <laughs> the odds are pretty good about that. Now, but you, you, you were telling me about this uh, book you were reading that really had a thought-provoking idea in it that you thought would be good to explore a little further. Yeah. Um, the book is called Renovation of the Heart wow. by Dallas Willard. Oh, wow. So Double ever, wow. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever read a Dallas Willard book, you know that it is very, very dense. Mm. But man, there is some beauty packed in there. Yeah. I just have to, I can only read the book like one page at a time. And that's and saying I have to let a lot. it sink in. Yeah. Which yeah. normally I can read chapters at a time. Right. That's obviously been diminished the last month <laughs> with the birth of my daughter, my second daughter. Um, but yeah, there was a quote that particularly stuck out to me, and it ignited something in me that mm. I'm really passionate about. And the, here's the quote. It's, good people and evil people alike are for simply the most part drifting through life. Mm. And he's starting that by talking about um, he's talking about renovation of the heart, transformation, will, and character. And he said that uh, his premise leading up to that is basically most people succeed with good things or bad things just based on simply having a will and an intentionality. And so he talks about most people are just drifting through life. And that um, was something that really spoke to me. Yeah. You used the word ignite, a very strong word. What did, what did that ignite in you as you read that? I'm a very intentional person. I don't do anything without understanding the why or the goal of what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, we have this game that we like to run with with teams or leaders that's uh, called Moving Motivators. And it has, I think, 13 different, 10 different, 12 different, something like that. A certain number of a different cards. A certain number of different cards. And we have people rank like non-monetary things that they're motivated by Mm -hmm. just to help like make leaders make connections with their team members things like that 
mine is always and has been ever since I discovered this exercise, goal, which mm. is I want to know the purpose of what I'm doing. So I'm really passionate about going through life intentionally. And it's so fascinating to me mm. when I see that not everybody is that way. I have lots of friends that are just like, oh, this happened today and that happened today. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, well, what was the best part? I'm like, yeah. Like, what do you got planned? What's, what's coming up in your life? They're like, yeah, same old, same old. I'm like, what? Uh, Does not compute. Divide by zero. Yeah. yeah. So what I think it would be really helpful for us to talk through is what's the difference between living intentionally mm -hmm. and just kind of drifting through life? Like, what are those, what are those things? Where do you tend to fall on that continuum? Uh, for the most part, I'm going to be on the live intentionally side. And the reason why I say that is because when I do something with intention, which is very frequently, if somebody doubts my intentions, I find myself highly offended by it. Mm. So that's usually a, a indicator that there's something really important to me there. Yeah. So yeah, I, I tend to be very intentional about a lot of the things that I do. Um, and so I, I do, I'm also baffled by people who are just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? How does that work? Yeah, I could I could very much see that for you, knowing you the last <laughs> uh, many years. Yeah. But I think our intentionality is very different mm. in how we approach things. Okay. What are you observing? I, well, we've talked about this many times. I tend to think, like, top down. Oh, yeah. Like, high-level vision, high-level mm. picture, and then, like, details don't matter to me. Right. Like, yeah. Right, Derek? I say good enough like a thousand times a day. <laughs> <laughs> He's nodding and going, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you approach things kind of uh, from the opposite side, looking mm -hmm. at the details and working your way. Yes. Up. Yeah, very much. Yeah. So there's a lot of intentionality about, for example, where that comma is placed in the sentence, <laughs> right? I mean, just yeah. really detailed things. Which yeah. makes a wonderful, beautiful partnership for the two of us. <laughs> Uh, and for conflict, which <laughs> and lots can of conflict. be a beautiful partnership. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So what do you, when you are looking at intentionality from your perspective, from the strategic side of things, hmm. how are you seeing the, the benefit as opposed to, say, drifting through life without that strategic intentionality? Hmm. Excellent question. It's got me thinking. And I don't have the answer right off the top of hmm. my head. I just, my, my gut reaction is I don't know any other way. Yeah. Like, it's just natural to me. Mm -hmm. Just, I need to see, like, what's the value in something that I'm doing, which actually makes some things really difficult that um, I can't see the benefit right away. Okay. Like, delayed gratification yeah. type stuff. Like, we're working on, uh, this podcast is a great example. Mm -hmm. Like, we're working on it, and we decided to focus on it for one reason, and as we started doing it, we're like, okay, maybe it's not so much for that. Like, uh, if you remember, listeners, our first couple episodes were very business-focused, and they've shifted to be a lot more our faith-focused because we realized that's what we enjoy talking about. Now, are we building something for the future? Hopefully. Right. But we don't know. Yeah. We don't know where this is going to lead. We just know we enjoy it, and we've had anecdotal data of people listening to it, um, lots of lots of people listening to it, a lot more than I was expecting yeah. <laughs> when we started this, which is cool. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, listeners. But it makes things like this difficult for me to see the value of, whereas we could go and sell another training class to a client. And, um, like, we see the benefit of that right away. Yeah. Puts food on the table. Yeah. It's an easy, easy to recognize benefit. Yeah. So if we, if we use our typical 
con, you know, continuum here, but things uh-huh. at, at opposite ends of the continuum. On the one hand, we could be, uh, say, drifting through life without any strategic perspective, and we can explore that in a minute. At the other end, being very intentional, it sounds like there's the risk, I guess we could say, that we might over-index on that, and and then we might not make some moves that we don't see as connections, but yet yeah. can be. Yeah. I like that setup. And peek behind the scenes, listeners. Mark and I do maybe five or ten minutes of prep for each episode. Max. And then we just talk about it. Yeah. Uh, that's not at all how I was thinking we'd approach this episode. So I like it. I think it's a lot better than what we had planned out. Hmm. Look at you, improvising on the fly. What? Also not my normal MO. This is great. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it out. Let's see what happens. But I think that that continuum is really helpful because I feel like we all go through different stages in our life where we're different things. And I said it's natural to me, but I feel like there have been times in my life where I've been very much just, what's, what's the French saying for that? Laissez-faire or something like that? Laissez-faire, yeah. Hey, okay. Look at that. Never took French. Um, okay, sera, sera. There's probably a bunch of French phrases that are like, what will be, will be. Veni, vidi, vici? No, that's Italian. Nope. You're off or Latin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll stick to Spanish. <laughs> um, but there have been times in my life where I've just been drifting and not looking forward to the next thing and just mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. Human doing instead of human being. Okay. Ooh, there we go. Put that on a T-shirt. But I feel like the last year I've drifted really, really – I've drifted. I've gone more towards the intentionality side of things where I prune ruthlessly. Mm-hmm. Like if something is not absolutely vital in my life, I don't need it. Part of that was out of necessity yeah. with the medical stuff that I was going through. Right. But now getting back into it and having recovered, thank God, significantly, mm-hmm. it's still really easy for me to just say, no, I don't want to do that, so I'm not going to do that. Or I don't see the value mm-hmm. of that, so I don't do that. Yeah. And reality, there are lots of good things. And yeah. Hmm. Got me thinking. So that's a potential benefit, but can also be, say, over-indexed if we, if we use that word, right? Yeah. That you can be um, focused on things by recognizing stuff that's outside of the boundaries. And I'll just play the other side of that for me. When I'm, I'm more in the weeds kind of person and somebody asks me to do something, I mean, I have a tendency to just say yes and find a way to do it and do it well, mm-hmm. right? I'll get very focused and intentional about doing it well, but I don't always ask the question of, is this aligning with the direction that I feel like God's pointing me in. Mm. And so I might miss that, and I end up doing a lot of things that I'm very busy at that may or may not actually be important to do. Mm. Whereas that's a question like you don't not ask. Like you, it's, it's natural for you. You're always going to ask that question, is this aligning with the direction? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I, even this morning, I was I had an opportunity. Somebody asked me to do something this week and i know my week and the answer is no <laughs> i mean i know my week yeah. this week it's not possible for me to cram something else in there without me like literally losing sleep there's no other spot to put stuff this week um and i wanted to say yes to it <laughs> and i was going what would chris say <laughs> i know chris would say no to this why would he say no to this he'd say no to this because this is not 
this is more important than the other things that are in my week right now. These are not heading, heading toward the goal like the other things in my week are very intentionally. It was very difficult for me to say no to still, be, and yet I was, I'm learning to ask that type of question because I'm hanging around you. <laughs> nice. So I'm the no person. <laughs> You're the yes person. That's what I heard out of that. Well, I mean, I think it's just a filter question. I don't, I don't put that filter on first. I'm learning to put that filter on mm. and go, is this important to do based on where we're trying to go? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a little bit of our personalities, our approaches mm -hmm. to this drifting versus intentionality thing. What does the Bible call us to? Mm. What was God's design for being a human being? Specifically with this stuff, because mm -hmm. obviously that's the thread of all of our podcast yeah. episodes. But right. For this living with intentionality, where does God call us to fit in this continuum? I have a feeling this is going to be a really interesting exploration because yeah. as you've already noted, we haven't scripted this out. So we yeah. don't know where this part of the conversation is going to go. Yeah. Um, to I, give yeah. us a little bit of credit, we do have some research we've done before where anytime we talk about something biblical yes like we're not just coming up with stuff off the fly yeah but like the verse that came up when right. we were exploring this mm -hmm. was paul and it was in ephesians i'll pull it out because we never want to misquote to be fair when we do prep for these episodes anytime we reference the bible we have some things that we can bring in as well as our knowledge of and things we've memorized but this one, we specifically wanted to say, like, what does intentionality look like yeah. from a biblical perspective? And I think the best example we came up with was Paul when yeah. he's talking to the church in Ephesus. It was neat because we actually found he says similar things multiple times. Yeah, it's in so Colossians as well. This is clearly something that he found was important. But in Ephesians specifically, he's saying, be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And I read in, you know, as, as I'm hearing that from is like careful to me is a type of intentionality. Mm -hmm. Be, yeah. take, take care about how you are living um, and be wise about it, which to me doesn't sound like just aimless drifting. Yeah. Wisdom typically means thought, intentionality, all of that. Make the most of every opportunity in business language would be maximize. Yeah. To maximize those things, which again is an intentional type of uh, action that we're going to do. Or you may have heard the phrase redeeming the time. Mm -hmm. I think that's a different translation. Well, I know it's a different translation. Yeah. But redeeming the time, I like that of like, what's, what's the use? Mm -hmm. What's the value? And in that context, and in other contexts Paul talks about, we're talking about uh, race. This, mm. this doing that we are is nice analogy. Yeah. yeah. Going towards a goal. So naturally that speaks to me because I'm very right. goal oriented. Right. And I think that's really what we're called to do is think about the goal. Think about the things that are set before us just exactly as in Philippians 2. Mm -hmm. Paul talks about Christ thinking about what was set before him and the joy. Yeah. Um, before we go any further on that, I want to acknowledge that there's probably people listening to this that don't dare to dream or mm -hmm. desire or think about intentionality and they're in survival mode with just experiencing things, just having things come to them. Yeah. 
Why do we think that is? Why do you think that is? That they're in that spot? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just say trauma as an example again. If somebody has been so um, traumatized, it would be like uh, physical. If I was in such bad shape, right, that my body was shutting down for some reason or I had massive infections all through my body, um, I'm in the hospital. Like it is, is recovery time. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the analogy I think of. Um, and in that case, there is still an intentionality I would find in that. And that is for recovery. That is for healing and wholeness. That is what God desires for that person's um, health at that moment in time. So there's a different type of intentionality I would find there. And yet it can be, I think, for someone who's gone through something traumatic, especially um, with the way we think, it can be very confusing. So it's hard to see clearly what I'm to be intentional about. Okay. Yeah, I think that's that definitely captures a category of people okay. for sure. Yeah. I think there's another group of people that that's just – quote unquote, how they live life is like the, the carefree attitude mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. like whatever happens, happens yeah. kind of thing without necessarily like I'm in, I'm being intentional about rest. That's yeah. just, there is no intentionality. There is just a drift. Whatever is whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious more for those people. Mm. Why do we think they operate that way? Conjecture, since yeah, neither yeah. of us are in that. Spot. Yeah, right. <laughs> neither of us are licensed physicians. All of this should be <laughs> better. Not included. Someone simply required. Um, I, I think for some people, if I put on my my uh, attempt at empathy here for somebody that we're not talking to uh, in the room right now, some people may have found that that's just that's a survival approach. Mm. They are in such little control, or they they have experienced such little control over what happens to them. That that is um, that's the safest, most valuable thing that they can do is just go with whatever is happening mm. that day, so that they're not trying to buck a trend or experience pain by trying to, you know, grab the steering wheel and head somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me. Is it Henry David Thoreau that says most men lead lives mm-hmm. of quiet desperation, mm-hmm. where yeah. there's this they've given up on desire, they've given up on longing, they've given up on trying to move towards a goal because they yeah. don't see it as, as worth it. Yeah. That phrase is really, really strong because um, it's desperation. There's still a desperation, and yet it's a quieted one. It's like a tamped down that that person may not even realize yeah. the inner turmoil of desperation going on possibly. But it's still there. Yeah. Like all of us are meant to desire. All of us are meant to delight. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's references in Psalms, delight yes. in the Lord. Like it's a command. Yeah. And there's all kinds of things like that. But most people, or not most people, a lot of people I feel like don't allow themselves to dream mm-hmm. or allow themselves to desire to delight. And it's just, let's experience it as it happens. Why do you think that happens? Why do you think people don't allow themselves to go there? Uh, you talked about several reasons. One that I would tend to add to that mm-hmm. is... Um, like you've talked about the cost of it. I would tend to look at the other side of it and say the the value mm-hmm. of it. Like what's the value? People may not have experienced that. 
as fully as they okay. can. Like to me, it's 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 a theological lens. Hmm. It's wearing the glasses of who is God, and do I really believe He is who He is, hmm. and He's going to do what He says, or He does do what He says. Like if you believe all the stuff that's in the Bible, man, how can you not delight? How can you not desire? How can you not have hope mm. for the future? Yeah. And that sounds, the way that I said that sounds more condemning and that's not at all how I mean it. It's just, man, like I look at the God of the Bible. I look at the future. I look at what he's done in the past. I look at all these things and I go, wow speechless <laughs> yeah 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 uh, I, to say it another way to repeat a little bit i would say i feel like when i look at the way that i live i clearly don't fully believe that he is that every day certainly i don't believe it fully at all right now right i want more and more of that to see more and more of him because the more that i glimpse of him the more that i realize he is faithful yeah and he is headed in a direction and he will fulfill his purposes. One of the things I think might be really good for us to talk about in this series, maybe making this into a series, I think we were only planning on doing this as a single yeah. episode, but now as we're diving into it, I think it might be helpful for us to talk about the stuff that we're really familiar with for those of us that have grown up in church. Mm-hmm. That this is something that I think like, because you said, uh, like God is faithful, mm-hmm. and I just did the nod and yes, and that's right. just natural to me. Yeah. Like, what would it look like if I actually allowed myself to believe that? Mm. I find that a lot of our lives as Christians is not just knowing something new, but experiencing it over and over and over and over and over again. This this remembrance, this remembering yeah. that we've talked about, mm-hmm. uh, you and I have talked about before. Right. But going back to the basics, like, do I actually believe God is who he says he is? Mm. Do I actually believe he's going to do what he says he's going to do? And what does that produce in me? Hope, intentionality, desire, obedience, all of these things. How can we be reminded of those things yeah. too and relive them and invite God to remind us of those? Yeah. Yeah. So I think let's do that. Let's let's cap this episode here mm-hmm. talking about uh, intentionality, desperation. We talked about the, the continuum of that. Thanks again for thinking of that analogy. I don't know why that's surprising to me because we talk about continuums for everything. But that was good. Yeah. So plotting this out there and then what does it look like to remember and live our lives with intentionality through that lens of remembrance? That's what we're going to talk about the next episode. So take a listen and we'll see you next episode. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. Behind the microphones, we've got me, Mark Wavell, Chris Conlon, and our lead editor, Derek Donnelly. We're a crowdfunded nonprofit, and most of what we do is free because of your generous support. So thank you for joining us in our mission to bring one million lives closer to the fullness of God's design. To support us financially or to learn more, visit us at humanproject.us. See you next time.